0: This is a podcast for the moments in life you say to yourself, now what? We will uncover hard topics
1: such as fertility, infertility, the challenges it can bring to women and marriages, miscarriages, abortion, womanhood, identity, motherhood, and more. Wherever you're listening, we're so glad you're here. Now here's Kristen Comstock. Hey guys, welcome to Now What? podcast here with Kristen Comstock and I am here with a lovely friend of mine Kelsey (laughs) and um, before we get started I just want to remind everybody that our podcast really is to talk about all the now what moments that we might experience as women whether it's abortion miscarriage our work-life balance our mom life balance you know, all the things that we're juggling or things that we've experienced in life in general. And so we wanna really touch those topics that maybe aren't often talked about or they're just not talked about enough. Um, so Kelsey, I'm gonna introduce you. So you're married mm-hmm. and you have two kids. What are their names?
0: Um, I have a girl, Jetta, and a son, David.
1: Aw, and they're y- they're younger though.
0: Yeah, uh, six and three. So yeah. they're still in the I need mommy all the time okay. phase. yeah, I was gonna
1: say. <laughs> And also, um, you also are a business owner. So tell us a little bit about what you do.
0: Yeah. um, Well, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here and just (laughs) encourage women. Um, So I do own my own business and I do personal training out of my house and then I host my own podcast as well, the Fit Christian Woman podcast. So I love being here and encouraging women. And on that I just share about health and wellness and encouragement and how to be a fit mom. And the mom part is really, the big element, yeah, exactly. Because we're called so in so many ways to do so many things. So just to kind of meet the moms where they are and say, like, hey, you can you can do this. You can you can be the healthiest mom in this season of life. And I love how you combine like um,
1: the mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. Um, not it's not just with you. It's not just working out per se you really combined every you know you combined it all together so that women can really see like what it's meant for them to be healthy like what it actually means
0: yeah definitely i think that if we only put all of our our eggs in the physical basket then then we're kind of left depleted mentally yes. or spiritually and just to kind of wrap that all up as and As being women we're emotional we we do everything with our heart and our soul in all of it so just to kind of bring awareness to all those things to be in a healthy alignment can really just Help you soar if you want to spend more time on the physical if you want to spend more time on the mental or the spiritual i
1: love that so which leads into what we're going to talk about today which is mom life balance which i really really love because i can't tell you how many women i've heard like hey what do you do like i mean i have a lot of clientele with the industry being in the real estate industry and everyone's from all different types of walks of life and they do all different occupations some people both parents work Some people, the wife stays home and they don't have kids, but she still stays home. And then there's moms that are stay-at-home moms. And I can't tell you how many people I hear. I was like, oh, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. I'm like, I don't know if I'd put just in front of that. Like being a stay-at-home mom, I mean, I'm not a mom yet, but I know just with all my friends that have stayed at home with their children that you're not just a (laughs) stay-at-home mom, that it is. A full-time occupation really you work the most hours because you're always a mom 24 yes. um, 7 and so that's kind of what we're going to touch on today but before we get started and really dive into it I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit and I want to know just being a stay at, being a stay-at-home mom now Um, And I know we'll bring the business aspect into it a little Mm -hmm. bit later, but when you only were doing the stay at home mom and you didn't have a business yet, what were some of the things you loved about, like list a couple of things you loved about being a stay at home mom. And then a couple of things that were kind of like, not that you didn't like, but they were just maybe negatives for you at the time.
0: Yeah, I think seeing them grow like every moment, like just by serving them lunch each day. Like you get to see that like, oh, now they can actually get the spoon in their mouth. Right. Like those little <laughs> moments that are easily kind of like glazed over or missed were really important. Or like, okay, yeah, I helped her get dressed for so, so long. And now all of a sudden she like came out and yeah, of course her clothes didn't match, but she put them on herself and she's happy. You right, know what I mean? Right. So out the door we go, like <laughs> mismatched clothes and all. Um. So those little milestones I think are easily overlooked. Um, or can just become i tried to really pay attention or celebrate those things because so many women told me since the minute i think i even started showing i think it was before the babies were born that like it goes so fast it goes so fast and i kept hearing that and i'm like okay strangers are all telling me this so i really tried to take time in, in the moment and say like okay yes this is hard or yes i'm struggling with this today or whatnot but to be like hey like let's enjoy this moment yeah and then, so what would be
1: some of the things that maybe you struggled the most with being a stay-at-home mom or that really challenged you? I don't want to say that you didn't like, because I think as a mom, just from talking to all my friends, that you really do enjoy all of it, even though you have hard days. But I know there's things that, you know, are challenging with each person individually. It's going to be different from mom to mom. But were the some of the things that were either challenging or just a difficult season for you?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think just the idea of being a stay-at-home mom and trying to understand what that meant at first. Mm -hmm. And for me, and especially with a desire to want to work out of the home, um, I struggled a lot with that because I definitely put that just, like you said in front of it, like I'm just a stay-at-home mom. And I let that kind of define me um, until I really was like, okay, well, a lot of women do this. It's harder. It's not a just, and I, and I, I had to learn that it um that for me was one of those stigmas so I'm glad that you highlight that yeah so
1: then that leads us into your now what moment for this particular topic what was that moment for you where you kind of had a revelation about staying at home and obviously you had a desire to want to work so what did that now what moment look like for you
0: yeah, uh, so I was sitting at, or being a stay-at-home mom, not sitting, of course, because I'm <laughs> sure I was running around doing all the all the mommy things, but just felt, kept feeling this call in my heart to want to work, honestly, just to work. I don't even know that it was to want to work outside of the house or, or whatnot, so right. just to work. So, um, and I had had those doors shut in the traditional sense or the, the way I had worked before, time and time again. So that's when I kind of realized like, okay, I'm a stay-at-home mom, this is what I'm doing in this season. Um, But then came to that now what moment of, okay, I'm a stay-at-home mom, but I'm ready and called to something more. So like now what? Right,
1: so would you say that you're still currently navigating kind of your now what? I mean, I know you've obviously had like the revelation, but would you say it's something that you're still navigating or do you feel like you have it kind of figured out?
0: Um, I definitely think that as the, as a with each age group i'm still navigating it so still um stay at home mom first but then have been able to kind of create this business while being mom first yeah
1: I love that you said, While each age group or each stage, I guess they're going through because I'm sure what works during one time in one season overnight, maybe, well, this isn't working anymore.
0: Yes, exactly. Especially as they age or if they um, go to school in the traditional sense, which is how we plan to approach it now. But who knows if that'll change and and how that'll morph. So yeah, as of right now in this stage, still progressing, but, um, you know, jiving in this stage.
1: So did you originally, so before all of this, right, and before where you're at now, did you originally plan, you know, when, when you thought about having your own children and, you know, starting a family with your husband, did you originally plan or was it your original goal to be a stay at home mom?
0: No, no. no (laughs) (laughs) you said that um, really quickly yeah and i don't think it was ever my husband my husband's always been really supportive so unless he never voiced it i don't know that it was his plan either so it was um if that's never kind of like in you it's almost was like in my blind spot right like i never had a vision of it it was just out of my vision um so, I mean, my mom was a stay at home mom. I mean, I know that I have friends, like it was a thing, but for me it just was not. So why I guess
1: why was it not? Because, you know, oh, like you said it was it that you just didn't think about it or was it because it just it you your plan was to work or
0: um I think it was it's just was the desire of my heart to work. Um I loved the job that I had prior to moving, um, mm-hmm. which kind of started the whole stay at home. Uh, mom role um, which well I guess that's not true I kind of started I started lessening it before I moved to this area um, as going part-time so then I kind of got to be mommy and and worker at one time Um, so but for me it's just always I just love the desire of of interacting with other people meeting new people helping people um and and you're a pretty active person. Yeah, obviously. I'm on the go a lot. You train
1: people. Yeah. and whip us into shape in That's all good. aspects of our life. <laughs> right. So I could imagine that maybe it would have also been hard for you. Like again, if you look at it with the stigma of just being a stay-at-home mom, then it's like, well, but I want to work because I'm active and like you like working. I mean. I I don't have kids yet, but I stayed at home when I got out of the military and my husband was still active duty and I thought I was going to be like this amazing wife and I was going to cook dinner and I was going to work out and be amazing looking and my husband was going to come home and I was going to be like, babe, dinner's ready. (laughs) And then I started doing it and I was like, I can't do this. I'm going to go crazy. Sure. So I imagine for someone like you being active, it's not that you don't want to be a stay at home mom. It's just that you desire to do more also
0: yeah it was and it was definitely learned behavior to find the excitement in um elmo you know what i mean and in (laughs) in tying our shoes and in you know going to the park and just being um which now in hindsight I can see as a blessing, like definitely like a slow down, cherish these moments kind of a right. kind of a gift that I got. Um, because I was always like, What's the next level? How can I help more? How can I level up? How can I do more? Um, so I think in hindsight it's a it definitely was a blessing to slow down, but it, it was a trained behavior like, Okay, I have to this is what it is. Like I can either sit here and be miserable watching Elmo or I can engage in and have fun and just be silly and right. learn the ABCs, right. you know, with, yeah. with my with my children. Yeah.
1: So it sounds like you kind of originally did want to work. What was the reason behind that? Was that like, did you consider part of your identity to be what you did? Or kind of talk to me about like what the initial again pre- where you're at now, sure. what the original feelings were towards working versus not working.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, like I had mentioned, we moved to the area. Um, so besides losing a job, I lost you know family and friends and stuff. And and I just didn't feel like I was kind of like, who am I? Right. What is this? Like I know I have this title of this profession. Um, And that's where I was finding my identity. So when that was taken away, it's like, well, what? I don't contribute anymore. And then it's like, well, you have this title as mom, too. And it's like, well, that's not enough. And I think that women can get lost in their profession and they can get lost in the role as mommy, too. And that's why having that mom life balance is really important because you don't want to um let those roles become your identity because the m- moment that you do when they change because right our kids are going to grow up I was up just going to say and leave at some the point they're not going to be
1: there anymore yeah. so if you let that consume you yeah I've, yeah you're right I've seen it from both sides where people work and their occupation and what they do for a living totally consumes their identity and then I've also seen it where friends staying at home and their kids grow up and they go to college yes. or or they get married or whatever sure. the case is and they're starting their own family and then you've got a marriage that maybe they don't know each other very well anymore because the mom was so focused on the kids or you know they're just like, well, now what am I going to do because I've stayed at home for so long. So yeah. I think it's a really great um, topic to talk about that work-life balance or the mom-life balance because it's I think it's needed and necessary. And I think God wants us to have it too.
0: Definitely if we're finding our identity in these titles or outside of the role of what who he's called us to be um, We're kind of missing the mark.
1: Yeah, so let me ask you this and this is gonna be a Harder more personal question, but I think it is so applicable to so many women Especially moms that decide to stay at home with Mm -hmm. their children Um, so you have two little ones obviously Mm -hmm. under six Did you ever experience any type of postpartum where you're like, okay, I feel like I don't have an identity. Now I'm a mom. Did you ever feel any of those feelings or have any of that depression or stress or anxiety with becoming a mom?
0: Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. I feel like now society talks about it a little bit more. There's less stigma around it, but um, certain people can, I mean, you can look put together on the outside and still be like in agony on the inside. And that's definitely, how I was with my first one. So still, while being a mom, but working full-time, um, it, it definitely started with postpartum. So you have those hormonal shifts and things, but it's just like, you're just kind of sitting in it and walking in it. And yes, I love my children and I was doing all the right things. I never um, came so severe where, where they were in neglect or anything, but it's just like, sometimes it's just like, I don't I don't wanna do this with my first one. And then thank goodness over the course of the year, the years before our second um i was able to say like hey i need help and find somebody to talk to and walk through that with and just trying to get my mindset right and then by the time my second one came um just able to kind of walk in the whole role of mom easier and then know that these swings might come and that they're normal and how to better deal with them and i love that you said like that you said
1: i need help because i think So many, like when you think a stay at home mom, or at least when I do, I think of kind of a superhero, like they're going to do the groceries, they're going to cook, the house is going to be clean. Like there's all these stigmas. The kids are going to be taken care of. They're going to give them their activities. They're not just necessarily like staring in front of the TV all day because we don't Mm -hmm. want our kids doing that. And so you're doing all these things. And so I love that you said, I need help. Because if you're feeling those emotions and you're already trying to navigate, I imagine especially with the first child and your life's going to change so drastically having a a little human that you're now responsible for. I imagine that um, just saying I don't have to do it all and I can't ask for help is huge.
0: Yeah, I I feel like I set these these untalked about expectations for myself or how I thought it would look. And yeah, I'm going to do that activities and my kid won't have screen time until they're at least two because that's what the studies say. And <laughs> and um, I'll keep the house clean and I'll make sure she only eats organic food or whatever, right. you know. I'm going to plant a garden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, you know, um, pretty soon Netflix is on because she likes the sing-along songs and we're eating chicken nuggets and, and <laughs> life still continues, right? And, and she's you know what? Happy and you're and still a great
1: Great, Mom. Yeah, thank you,
0: right? <laughs> so it's like these expectations we set for ourselves um because it is the unknown, right? It's exciting time, especially with your first, like you don't know and you want to give them all the things either you you loved about your childhood or the things maybe you didn't have and so you Just so you
1: people are telling you that it'll yeah, be great for your kid or exactly. whatever. Exactly.
0: So you go in setting these kind of expectations that when you don't meet them add to that postpartum uh mm-hmm. a swing, I definitely think. So did you kind of like
1: um push and pull and kind of fight against like really accepting the fullness of being a stay-at-home mom did you fight that a little bit
0: Oh, all the time. There, I think there's still a little twinge in me some days where I'm still fighting that. Um, if I'm like, oh, I can take on that extra project, um, but then I have to stop and kind of reset and decide what really my priority is. Like, no, yes, I am able to be the stay-at-home mom, which is what I'm called to do. Yes, I'm able to have uh, this business right now, but I need to keep them the way they are. That that serves our family right now. So yeah, that business might you know turn into something. Um, but currently it needs to, I need to only put in the time, and the effort that really flows with our family.
1: I love that. So since you're bringing up business, let's go ahead and work. We've talked a little bit about the mom life balance. Let's go ahead and work business into the equation. So, and you don't have to be a business owner. So you are a business owner, but it also can apply to somebody. Maybe it's a family that the wife has to go back to work sure. like for income purposes both parents need to work, or maybe it's a single mom that she has to work. She doesn't have a choice. So let's work, work into the <laughs> equation. There you go. Um, so now that you're, you know, you're a business um, owner, um, what works for you as far as helping have that balance to your life?
0: Yeah, as I kind of was mentioning, um, is keeping like the first thing first. I really think defining your priorities is really important. Um, And that's going to look different for the single mom or the business owner or the one that just goes to work and and comes home because they're all a little bit different roles. But knowing your priority is your first priority to be the breadwinner and be the income provider, then that's going to look a little different than right. than the one that is. Hey, you have to be mom first, and then if your hobby turns into a business, you can pursue that. Or right. if your hobby starts to make a little income, then we can talk about that. Um, it definitely looks different, but but the idea of keeping the the first priority first has served me so well as I've created um, this business because it's like, hey, if I can't get something done, but my children need me, like they get to come first in this season
1: and you've well defined that for yourself but also for your clientele
0: yeah I think that it's really important if you're going to create these boundaries that um you make them clear and you let people know and um and then as people kind of push or pull against them you stand firm in them it's really important um that way everybody's on the same page and if if you don't let the, the boundaries really um, fluctuate from person to person, then you always get to keep the first thing first. Right,
1: I love that. So can you give us some examples? Give us like an example of what a boundary would look like as a mom, like a mom boundary, but then give me an example of what a during work time boundary would be.
0: Okay, so like a mom boundary for my clientele or my a mom boundary? What any
1: mom boundary a okay. boundary.
0: That's yeah. a good question. Um I definitely think that in my in my um role as as mom um I create boundaries for my children and mm-hmm. then I can create boundaries I don't want to say against my children but really f- more for me time. Right. Um so I have I've created That's still
1: mom life balance yeah. really cuz you got to if you're barely hanging on you're not going to be able to be the healthiest version of yourself for your children.
0: Yeah, definitely. I agree with that 100%. So um, creating a little bit of space for me, whether that's like, hey, after dinner, I'm gonna take a bath, the kids get a Mm -hmm. little TV time and everybody knows like, yeah, they'll come in if there's an emergency (laughs) or they might just come in to say hi anyway, (laughs) but it's still like that me time. Right. it is something that I've created in my family. My kids understand that, right? At first, it was a little bit harder, push and pull, and I'd just be like, can you please? You they know? might
1: come in the whole time yeah. you're in the tub, yeah. instead of yeah. just a little minute where, remember, mom's taking a bath.
0: Yes, it's mommy's <laughs> time. Yeah, can you go out? Shut the door. The TV's on. Why don't you go enjoy? If you don't want to do that, find something to color. Yeah. Um. So so giving them a little guidance still in that, because they have to be taught too, right? That, I that's... feel like you're creating such responsible
1: little human beings.
0: Yeah, Um. I hope they <laughs> exhibit that all the time
1: <laughs> <laughs> so okay so what about with work what would be an example of uh, let's give you a scenario what okay. would be an example of you're working with a client and your kids barge in what would a boundary look like that you've set up for the client but your kids happen to come in? that's
0: really good so my clients know right away that that's kind of the structure of my life right now is mommy first and then business so um and my clients are awesome because I've let them know that right up right right at first and they love seeing them so if my Um, children decide to come out and say hi or even do a few exercises with my clients Um, usually my clients are really open to it they're like hey how are you you know address each kid by name um, depending on which one it is and then say (laughs) hey do you want to do what I'm doing and they might get down and play that just happened this week actually or they might be like no that looks hard (laughs) yeah (laughs) and sometimes they're just out there and they just want to say hi just 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 knowing that mommy's there because I do work at home. So they might just want to come out, give a hug. And then I'm like, hey, you know, it's it's time with this client. And um, can you go back inside and finish what you're doing or go play with your sister or or whatnot? Um, And so having that open because our kids are really um, perceptive. Right. And letting them know that. I don't have to separate work and life and blending the two. So the, yes, they know I'm working. So just to give them a quick hug is usually enough. Instead of trying to shoo them away, sometimes just that acknowledgement like, hey, you matter too, yeah. is really like I know what you're has here. blended. Yeah. I am working.
1: Hi. Yes. And I'm almost done. Yes, you know? exactly. But you're not like, I'm in the middle of work. You have to get out like, or, you know, whatever. Hurry, I'm on the phone or, yes. you know. Um, Cause even when we were on our Zoom call, um, who came in? Jetta. Jetta, yeah. And she came in at, at the very end. And I'm like, I'm good with it. They, they were so well behaved. They didn't come in the very end. She came in and yeah. it was like, hi,
0: you know? Yeah, and, and so. they're always curious about what it looks like, right? Because, you know, people come into school or they'll learn different Occupations—they go to the dentist. They know what a dentist does. A doctor, a truck driver—all these things that they see. But they're curious to know about, like, well, what do you do? You sit in front of this computer. Oh, who are you talking to? Right. Why is right, it? this right, is neat? Right. You can you get to do connections like yeah, this. Yeah. Um. So showing them that is bringing them in and just showing them a facet of really a new occupation. What what really yeah work can be. So they can start thinking about it. Okay. Absolutely. So one thing.
1: I mean, you've kind of already listed. Um, something that can help us create our boundaries in a healthy way, which is to list our priorities first and then create boundaries around what priorities we've set. So in your case, you have set that, you know, your kids and your family come first and then work. In my case, I don't have kids yet. So, you know, we're kind of like, Get as much work as you can do. Let's get that retirement fund up and savings. And then when we have kids, my priorities are going to change. Sure. And so on that note, you said something last time we talked when we were together that I just thought was I I just struck gold when you said it. And you said, give yourself permission to change your boundaries. And I just ate that up. I love that because I've gone through seasons and even with like we talked about you know you set goals like as a businesswoman you're like this is what i want to do in my business and this is where i want my profits to be and you know all these things right and then we're like well that's what has to happen this year and you know for me last year i had encountered quite a few health uh you know things that just were going on with my family and myself and my health and i didn't want to change those right because i i set the goal i I set my plan for the year and that's what i was going to do And so I love that you said you can give your permission to change your boundaries, because that really means your goals too. You know, It may be work's gotta be on hold a little bit longer. Oh, I got pregnant again, you know, or. Sure. (laughs) So. um, Yeah,
0: yeah. I think really, we get to make it as hard as we want it to be. So if, if, and I learned that because I let the first child and the first pregnancy and all of that be hard, because I thought that that's kind of what it needed to be, like, right. oh, I need to be pregnant and miserable, right? Like, my feet swell, I need to be miserable about it. Well, really, I could prop them up, have a cool <laughs> drink of water, maybe a pint of ice cream, and just kind of, you know, live with that's part of being pregnant. Right. Um, so, and I try to take that into into being a mom, too, and into having this with in the business, too, is like, it eh, eh, eh can be as easy or as hard as I want it to be. So if I want it to be blended where my clients know my children and they might pop in, then I'm I'm allowed to do that. And then if if that so changes as they get older or as more clients come in, or if there's certain clients that, that don't really like that and we've agreed upon that, like the boundary gets to be different. We do get to change them. And in the seasons of life, it matters too. And especially yes, with small sure. children, because it's always changing, whether you do homeschooling or school in the traditional sense, or you, know, you have one kid or two or four or how many ever, like it, it constantly gets to change. And I think that we just, if we set it for w- when we have one child then it has to stay the same for when we have two and three right. but that's and it each child's doesn't work different that. too right? absolutely
1: so what boundaries may work for the, your first child may not work at all for your second because yes. they're like whoa what what what, what are you doing here mom i'm yeah. not digging this
0: i see that with both my children my first is very um she like very apathetic she likes to be um she's a feeler she likes to be touched and held and 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 anytime I say like, no, not yet, she feels more rejected. Where my son will be like, Okay, he'll run off and play, he'll come back and it's no big thing. Right. Um, so just changing that a little bit for each child too, and having the, the boundaries for that.
1: So as a stay at home mom, um one of the scriptures that you said that was really important to you was Luke nine, twenty three. Um, which says and he was saying to them all if anyone wishes to follow me as and this is the amplified version if anyone wishes to follow me as my disciple he must dis- deny himself set aside fle- flesh interests, and take up his cross daily expressing a willing a willingness to endure whatever may come and follow me believing me conforming to my example in living and if need be suffering or perhaps dying because of faith in me and I love how you related that to really give in what God had called you to do in the moment of being a stay-at-home mom not just a stay-at-home mom but right being a stay-at-home
0: mom. <laughs> that's good um yeah it was so hard and I I felt like I had fought it or tried and tried and applied for different jobs and really even stretched myself like, oh, I could do this job when really it was kinda out of my wheelhouse just thinking that I wanted to work, I wanted this as an occupation, I wanted all these things um, to look different than what I had. So really when it was like, God had kinda shut all those doors and was like, when are you gonna just be okay with being in this season? Um, And the moment that I surrendered to being a stay-at-home mom and being like, okay, I'm not even going to start pursuing a career i'm not i'm not going to continue to look i'm going to just be and enjoy it and receive it as a gift present exactly i was able to things got a lot easier yeah the loads of laundry were still there and there was still (laughs) bad days but i was able to kind of sit and just enjoy like coloring with my two-year-old and whatnot so it, it made a difference
1: and i love that you brought in philippians 2 1 through 5 for when you kind of began to add your business into the picture for your mom life balance. And um, I'm going to read the passion translation because I just think it's sure. such a, um, just full of flavor. I love it. Um, So <laughs> Philippians 2, 1 through 5 says, Look at how much encouragement you found in your relationship with the anointed one. You are filled to overflowing with his comforting love. You have experienced a deep friendship with the Holy Spirit and have felt his tender affection and mercy. So I am asking you, my friends, that you be joined together in perfect unity with one heart, one passion, and united in one love. Walk together with one harmonious purpose and you will fill my heart with unbounded joy. Be free from pride-filled opinions for they will only harm your cherished unity. Don't allow your self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility put others first and view others as important than, than yourselves. Abandon every display of selfishness. Possess a greater concern for what matters to others instead of your own interests. And consider the example that Jesus, the anointed one, has set before us. Let his mindset become your motivation. And I love that because it really applies to that that teetering of your calling to be a stay-at-home mom with being a business owner now. And I just love that because when I, you know, as I've gotten to know you and everything, I really see you as having the humility. That's one of the things I really respect about you. Thanks. Um, and so I love that scripture cause it really is, it's so applicable to someone that is a stay at home mom or that's trying to balance being a mom with whatever the other responsibilities are in their life.
0: Yeah. I think they encourage how it talks about, um, encouraging one another and, um, valuing others higher than yourself. And then really coming back to that one mindedness mm-hmm. with God and with Christ is so important, um, it's been how I've tried to build my business because when people ask you for help in their health, like they're really bringing you into a to a like a a deep part and a vulnerable state in there.. Sure. yeah, um, so trying to just walk in the way that I, and really align with Jesus and be like, how would you view them? how would mm-hmm. how do you view this situation? How can I show them more of you to help them? Through their struggle right and of course I, I have the science background and i know how to do the things here in the physical right um but it's so much deeper than that and we, yes
1: we were really co- created as a unique being Amen. and we're not just physical right so it's a huge proponent and definitely i know a struggle of many but it's really a, a very complex equation yeah um OK, so what I want to leave everyone, which is the last scripture that we really had talked about before mm-hmm. we sat down for this conversation, and that is uh, 1 Thessalonians five twenty four, And this is really what is, you know, you applied to being weary in business, but it can be applied to being weary as a mom, too. That's good. Um, and so we're just going to leave you with this one. And it says, faithful and absolutely trustworthy is he who is calling to himself for your salvation and he will do it he will fulfill his call by making you holy guarding you watching over you and protecting you as his own
0: thank you so much for listening to this episode
1: of now what with Kristen comstock be sure to turn on your notifications so you don't miss the next episode see you next time